Welcome to the Fandom Podcast, episode 101. This is the show about the TV, movies, comics, and books that you love. Every week we give you a little bit of geek news and then jump into the fandoms for discussion. And with an episode like 101, you'd think we'd be teaching you something, but tonight we're all about the news. So, coming to you from KVWN Channel 4, I am Brandon Uscio, and joining me is... I'm Ron Burgundy, Nick English. Hey, who put the question mark on the teleprompter? How many times do I have to tell you anything you type, Burgundy will read? <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a movie that has been quoted to me like four times in the past month. Maybe I should go watch that one. And you should watch it with me. And the you four should... quotes have not been from you, I'd like to point out. I, well, that... That's awesome. You were normally the one who quotes that to me. I just don't count your quotes anymore. It might simply be the greatest song in the history of mankind. And if you don't agree with me, I will fight you. And that's no lie. See, I would have had no idea that that was a line. So somebody <laughs> could have said that to me too, and I would have been, been like, well, maybe five. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, did, I did actually quote it verbatim when I was going to say it was the greatest show in the history of mankind. I did change I didn't change the quote to fit the situation, which I do often. So, okay. And Jeff's not here to reprimand me. So, No, he's not. He's not. So I have a feeling that I'm going to have a harder time with this. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I usually rely on him quite a bit to rein you in, but my schedule got all messed up. And so we're just doing a shorter episode. We're talking about the news. And you know what? It's probably a good thing that we're just talking about the news because there is a lot of news from this week. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I was I was driving home from a meeting for Comic-Con, and I see this sign up on the freeway saying, two-hour congestion ahead. And I was like, well, that's not cool. I wonder how far ahead it is. And then my wife called me up, and she's like, hey, are you stuck in traffic? And, I, and apparently the bridge to get to the town that I live in was under construction. They were fixing some potholes, and Ooh. they were only supposed to close one lane. But it sounds like they closed a lane and a half, which oh, yes. really slowed things down. <laughs> it's a two-lane bridge, uh, so wow. that makes it that makes it difficult. So I ended up, you know, putting in into Apple Maps my address, and sure enough, Apple Maps was like, "Yeah, it's going to take you two hours this way. This hour will only take you an hour and five minutes." And I was like, "Sweet, I'll take that way," which involves driving. Th- all the way through the county into another county, and then back, basically around a mountain range. Usually I go around the north end of the mountain range. Today I had to go around the south end of the mountain range. But Apple Maps was trying to take me through a road that is closed in the wintertime. And mm. I was like, that's not going to work. And so the hour and five minutes turned into closer to two hours, where I could have pretty much just sat in the congestion. Hey, at least you were moving, right? That's the thing about me. I, I like to be moving. Although there is times when it's really nice to just turn on the Pokemon Go app and just soak in those kilometers. <laughs> I've got a dash mount on my car. I wouldn't even have to have touched it. I wouldn't yeah, have had see. to have touched it. I've got some eggs that do need hatching. They've been dormant for months. Yeah, I, uh, I used to hate traffic, but now I can tolerate it a whole lot more because I'm like, well, at least I'm getting something done here. <laughs> Pretty nice. <laughs> All right, well... Let's jump into the geek news. Okay, so 2017 apparently wants to be just like 2016. Not even out of January, and we've had a few celebrity deaths already. This is unacceptable. Well, I can't say, I can't say that we didn't see it coming. Uh, the actor John Hurt has passed away at age 77. John Hurt is probably in the geeky circles, best known for his role as the war doctor. 
I don't know. I think he might be known better as Ollivander. Ollivander might be a more known character, but fewer people knew that John Hurt was Ollivander. Uh, maybe true. But he was also the dragon in Merlin. Yes, he did the voice of the dragon. So the last dragon has passed away. Oh, uh, he was an alien. He was... Oh, he was in lots of things. He was in, he was got an Academy Award for Best Actor in 1981 for The Elephant Man. Yeah, I mean, he was a great actor, and he decided to use his last few years doing cool, geeky things. I mean, he he was the guy who played the dictator in V for Vendetta. That's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's definitely one Jeff would have brought up. Wasn't he also the voice of the bad guy in Black Cauldron, the Disney animated film that was rated PG? Yeah, that would not surprise me. It was very Wait, scary. Wait, Disney made a PG film? Yeah, it's the only one of their cartoons that I know of up until probably like five years ago that it was rated PG because it was too scary at the end for kids. And I think he was the voice of the evil guy at the end. I can't remember his name. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, he has been in. I'm, I'm looking at a bunch of stuff that he has been in and... Uh, I have to scroll quite a ways to get back to... <laughs> to get to 1983 or whenever it yeah. was, 84. Yeah, so something crazy like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, he did all sorts of things, but I... Oh, The Black Cauldron, 1985. There you go. But I can understand why you were thinking 1984, because he was also in the movie 1984. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he was the bad guy. What was the bad guy's name? Horned King. The, okay. It was the Horned oh. King. Am I right? I don't know. I'm not. An I, I'm not oh, okay. on IMDb. So oh, okay. <laughs> I just have a list of his, the movies that he was in on on this page that I'm looking at. But he he was he was in Hellboy. Uh, That's the one I was thinking of. Hellboy. He's he's the doctor. He's Hellboy's yeah. like yeah yeah. yeah so he, he was uh, he's great. He has done so many shows. He's done a ton. It's well, you know. He, I mean, he's done some really stupid shows, but he's also done some really awesome shows too. Well, you know what? No, I'm not going to say stupid shows. I mean, he's done some shows that are like Snowpiercer. That was a show that was kind of like an, you know, uh, a cheesy cult classic kind of a thing. But it, it you know, that's not one that's going to go out there and win a ton of awards. I say that not knowing if it's ever won an award or not. Ha, is Snowpiercer the one that has Captain America in it? Yes, yes. Snowpiercer has Captain America in it. They are. It, the world has ended. And they're it's on a all train. icy, and they're thing. on a train yeah. that goes around and around I, and around. I saw that so. movie on Sunday afternoon because Lena's parents were watching it, and I never, ever would have watched it if I wasn't there because I didn't know <laughs> anything about it or even know it existed. Tilda but, Swinton's in there. Yeah. Lena's dad was like, this is a great movie. Let's watch this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then it was like, man, this isn't half bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard mixed things about it. I've... It's not one that I've watched yet, but it's one that I want to watch. I just, there's so much stuff to watch. Yep. So. All right. Uh, so some more Doctor Who news since, you know, John Hurt was the war doctor. Peter he's Capaldi not. has come out and he has said that he is at le- he's going to be leaving Doctor Who. His very last episode is going to be the next Christmas special. So we're going to have a regeneration and a Christmas special again. How do you feel about that? I don't, I don't want, oh, see, this just means that once the series ends, that there's going to be three, four, five months of who's going to be the next doctor, this is who the next doctor is, and I'm not really looking forward to that. I would rather just not know. 
But I mean, clearly it was like planned because that makes it so that the hype train is still going after Doctor Who ends up until the Christmas special. So I get it why they're doing it marketing wise, but oh well. Okay, so 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 here's a question for you then. And this and this is, pertains to us as a podcast. When the BBC comes out inevitably and says, "Oh, this person, he's going to be the next Doctor, or she's going to be the next Doctor," you never know; it could happen. Or it. Uh, it could be a dog. Or, right? or you know, yeah, this this dog. <laughs> we're going to call him Canine. Oh, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> do we report on that? Do we do we talk about that? What What do you think? I think we have to. Hmm. And I I don't know. I I, I say I say we need, need we need to. You know what? I I would say the same thing. And if I, there's a chance, if yeah. there's a point in time, because it's going to be all over Facebook. You know, it's going to be all over Facebook. Yeah, um, there's no way I'm going to be able to dodge that bullet. Yeah, even and, if you I know, didn't if want to know. If, yeah. if it looks like the doctor's going to die a couple episodes before the end of the season finale, now we know that he's not going to die. And there's we know, oh, whatever it is, he's going to get out of this. There's no regeneration for him around this corner. This is what they should do. They should have him die in like the second to last episode. Get a and regeneration then, going on. And then the last, like the Christmas special will have him in it, but it'll be kind of like the phone call. Or something like along those lines. Not not the same thing, but it'll be like Capaldi's last episode was this one, oh. and then they they pull a fast one on everybody. People thought that he did that with Clara too, and then he pulled a fast one on pulling a fast one. Yeah, that's true. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't put it past Moffat to be like, okay, well, you guys all asked for it. And then okay, it's so like, here's here's the thing: yeah. you got Moffat writing, and you've got Gaddis writing, and these are the same. This is the same duo that. Uh, that came up with Sherlock and made you feel smart or made you feel shocked when either you knew what was going to happen or they pulled the wool completely over your eyes. They can do it. I know they can do it. They haven't been doing it lately, but I know they can do it. Hmm. It'll be interesting. I would love to see something like that. Yeah. If they did that, then it would, I think it would revitalize and give a whole new like oomph to the series. I think that would help. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Uh, I saw a picture on Facebook the other day of Stephen Moffat, Mark Gaddis, and Peter Capaldi at a table, and they're all just like in disbelief. Like Stephen Moffat's like holding his head, and Peter Capaldi's head is on the table, and Mark Gaddis's mouth is like jaw dropped. And the caption was, "This was the moment when these three came in third on a Doctor Who trivia quiz." <laughs> so <laughs> the pub quiz. Oh my heavens! Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But you know, there are some people who would argue that it makes sense that Moffat would come in third. So yeah. he just writes his own. He just doesn't care about continuity. He's like, how did we do this before? Well, let's just write around that. It's called a retcon here. I think. I like it. Okay, this next news story. Something I'm sure you are getting excited about. There, Nick. Samurai Jack season five is coming back in March. Haku will be destroyed now that everyone in your house is awake, awake. yeah well i probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> oh but it felt good didn't it i'm super excited for samurai jack uh mainly just because of the conversation that i had where phil lamar um when i met him at comic-con last year i i asked him if he was excited for season five and he said i actually finished recording it yesterday and it is amazing and i said that's enough for me Thank you for your time. And I shook his hand. And then I gave him a hug. And then he signed <laughs> something that has Samurai Jack on it. And it's hanging in my studio here. 
So it was a very awesome moment for me. It was awesome. But yes, I'm super excited for Samurai Jack Season 5. 13 years. 13 years. Yeah, that's like that's like almost as long as Star Wars was gone. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no. Part of me wants this to be cool because, I mean, I never watched Samurai Jack when it was on the air, just mostly because I didn't have cable. But it was also something that I don't know that I would have watched without the right kind of explanation behind it i want to i i think i think i'm going to go back and try to find a dvd or a streaming or something of samurai jack so that i can watch it and figure it out because what you've told me it sounds it sounds really cool like the concept's really neat but 13 years this seems like it's a it's the cash grab to go back to something that people loved although what what is not doing that right now like (laughs) literally like every single thing like I, I just watched Star I just Wars. Started, isn't, oh wait, <laughs> I just watched season two of Voltron. <laughs> like I just started watching season two of Voltron. I mean, series of unfortunate events. I'm watching that. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's yeah. just. I mean, it, it. We live in a time when this happens, and you know what? People want to watch what they love, you know, and they like new things and stuff like that. But I mean, there's so much money to be made for just revitalizing stuff. Well, as and didn't they leave the well. story hanging? Yeah, they did. And that so. was a great tragedy. Okay, so part of me wonders if this is then uh, some studio executive who just finally has come to enough power to say, you know what, we're doing Samurai Jack again. We're finishing that story. I want that story finished. It seems like you look at the things that are being brought back and popular again, it's the people who are just becoming executives now. <laughs> you know it's, what? That's a good point. <laughs> it's the things that they had when they were kids. Like Ninja Turtles has come has come back. Voltron has come back. All these things are throwbacks to that generation. Heck, even Stranger Things, which is brand new, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's still 80s, vibe. 80s nostalgia. Yeah. So hmm. Yeah. Super eight was kind of like the that same thing. Yeah, that was definitely the same kind of vibe. That was a good, right there. That was a good movie. Oh, Oh, I bring Godzilla every show. (laughs) Like every show is coming back. Power Rangers, Power Rangers coming back. I'm trying to think of any show that I really don't want to come back that was super famous, but I can't think of them because I probably like just shunned them from my brain. I was like, I'm not going to bother with that. I mean, Tailspin, Tailspin's coming back. You know, I mean, it's like holy crap, everything. Uh, You know, you've got Ducktales. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, it was DuckTales. DuckTales is okay. coming back. It's not Tailspin. You're right. I just really like Tailspin. I, 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 you know what? I could go for a for a Tailspin uh, reboot. I think I they should okay do a that. live action Tailspin, like they've done all the live action, like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and I mean, they did it with Jungle Book. Why couldn't they do it with Tailspin? Right, right. Heck, half of them are the same characters. I'm still waiting for live action, like Finding Nemo. I think that An would underwater just be thing. Yeah, just I mean, they have the technology to film underwater. Why not just have Nemo, a live-action fish? That could, <laughs> that could be like your new 4K amazing, like, check out this video. This is amazing. Like Planet Earth 2 on the BBC. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. I just couldn't think of the name. Thank you. <laughs> so, hmm. What, what, so you want, you want a live-action tailspin. Uh, <laughs> not really, oh, what? but that would be funny. <laughs> live-action ducktails. What would be like the worst live action that they could do? Um, and I let's just let's just stick with like Disney movies that are like you know the the mainstay. Well, the worst. I see. I I, I think I can think of one for the best. Okay. Oh, Disney. Disney. Hmm. 
Oh, did you? This is this is Nickelodeon, not Disney. But did you hear that they are doing a live action Legends of the Hidden Temple movie? Is that the Nickelodeon game show? Are you yes. Kidding? Are you really? They, oh, they really are. They really are. Uh, <laughs> oh, and there, I guess there was this big, there was there was this big thing where uh, there was actually a story behind it. Like they made a story to the show that they never told anybody, which influenced like all of their decisions. I think I heard about that. Like that, I think it was probably one of those cracked articles you read. That's like the thing you didn't know. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking the worst live action would either be Dumbo, although that might be kind of cool. That, that could be cool, especially the drunk scene. Hmm. <laughs> or or well, and I wanted to say Pinocchio, but that's already like real people. But it might just be that I don't really like the show Pinocchio. Um, or maybe Bambi. Bambi would be kind of I don't know. Uh, the Rescuers Down Under. I love that show. I know, but wouldn't it be a terrible live action show? Yes, because it would be these little mice. Yes. I didn't make it all the way through the third grade for nothing. <laughs> I've quoted oh. that since the since since the like trailer for that. I've quoted that. <laughs> I'd quoted that song. It's uh, a funny one. Yeah. Live action goofy movie. Yeah, that wouldn't be good because then you'd have that, to make him look like Goofy, and that would just be terrible. That would be terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, that would be hideous. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, I I would love live action Country Bear. Oh, they already did that. Did they do that? They did the Country Bears. Don't you remember that stupid Country Bears movie? I've oh my gosh, kinda, it was so no. short lived, and it was just so terrible. I think everyone. I think it was in like two thousand. One or three, four, two in there somewhere. They did live action country bears. Oh, you know what would be worse than the rescuers down under? A live action the great mouse detective. Yeah, because it's all mice. It's all mice. All mice. There's yeah. Oh there's a dog though. Toby. Yeah. Toby. There's oh wait. Do I think you see humans' feet, but that's about it, like in the bar scene and stuff like that. And you see, you see Holmes and stuff, like because he lives in the walls of Sherlock Holmes's house. So yeah, that would not be a good one. Although I bet they, I bet they do it. I bet they just do them all. <laughs> Eventually, they're like, "What ones haven't we done yet?" What is it? Home on the Range, that cow one. <laughs> I never, yes. I never saw that. I never did. Yeah. Um, you know what? One I still, I still maintain, and we've talked about this before. A live action gargoyles would be awesome. Well, it needs to happen. I mean, this, why, yeah. why hasn't it? Like, honestly, come on, Disney. All right, now that I don't know. Okay, so we were talking about Samurai Jack. That's right. <laughs> See, this is why we need Jeff here, because Jeff's always like, so the topic. But no, Samurai Jack is what's, what's old is new again. And then what's new is being thrown out and rewritten from page one. The Flash movie oh is getting God. a page one rewrite. When I saw this, I was just like, um, already? Like, it's like, it hasn't, I, I, did they even have a script? You know, I don't know. Well, like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that they are going to have to have a script. I guess they have to pitch it to the people saying, hey, look how cool the script is. Yeah. And well, The Flash is going to be the fir- first, or I don't know if it still is, but it was going to be the first solo movie after Justice League. So Justice League comes out in November and The Flash yeah. was supposed to make it to, was supposed to come out in March, 2018. Oh, that's, that's going to be a tight squeeze. Yeah, so there's no script, and the director just left, too. So there's no wow. script, no director. You know, at DC, they just got everything together just perfectly. I think that this is just this is just like signs of how put together and good 
their production company is. And we should all just be really excited for all of the, you know, pure gold that they're going to be releasing in the next few years. Hashtag sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this does not bode well at all. No, they had the directors for the Lego movie, and they decided to leave that, and they are now directing the young Han Solo movie. And so then the... Disney stole him. Yeah, so Seth Graham Smith then took it. He decided to be all like, nope, I'm leaving. So they've hired a guy named Joby Harold, who I guess he's fairly well known. He did, uh, he's working on the upcoming King Arthur movie. Oh, uh, yeah, the, that doesn't look good. Yeah, the Robin Hood <laughs> Origins movie. Um, Robin Hood Origins? Yeah. So Interesting. I love Robin Hood. It's one of my favorite stories as a kid. So I will see that movie. Even if it's not good, you'll see it, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw the other one with Russell Crowe, <laughs> which was not good. No, I love Robin Hood. That's why I always choose archers in, like, every video game. And whenever it's like, hey, do you want to be a knight? No, I'll just get a bow. Like, I, I've always been obsessed with archers. And it it all stems back from Errol Flynn, the legend of Robin Hood. Like, I love that movie still to this day. When me and Lena first got married, she was like, okay, you know, blah, 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 this is cool. And I was like, one day I was just like, Lena, I have been thinking about this movie and I don't own it, so we need to go out and find it. Oh, $5 bin at Walmart. I looked, we looked, like we looked oh, for see, months. Oh, see, I bought it, it was, and it was, I, I bought it at Walmart in the $5 bin. That's awesome. It was with, I can't, what was the other movie that's on it? It's a double feature. So two that's of the classic cool. movies for five bucks. Yeah, we looked, like Lena worked at the Walmart in the credit union, like the credit union at the Walmart. So she would go and look like every day and stuff. And so finally I was just like, I really want it. And so we went to media play while it was still media play. And we found the special edition and it was like 26 bucks. And I was just like, I'm buying this. This is it. This is mine. Yeah. Cause it was like, we, we looked for months. Like it was like, I bet this is in the $5 bin or whatever. And we never find it. And then we found a copy of it at Media Play, and it's still the copy I have today. And it had a lot of cool <laughs> bonus stuff on it. Like, it had, like, stuff that was, you know, you wouldn't get in the $5 bin. So it was worth it. Totally worth it. And also, I was in a play with my dad, like, in a theatrical play on the stage. And it was The Legends of Robin Hood. My dad played Friar Tuck, and I was young Robin Hood when he was a little boy, and he was fighting with, with uh, Will Scarlet. And the director of that show based the script off of that movie. So a lot of the lines and stuff were in that same play that we did. And so, you know, that also made me, like, obsessed with it when I was a kid. So so what you're saying is that they should, instead of doing a Flash movie, they should turn the Flash into Robin Hood. Oh, wait, that's Green Arrow, isn't it? Yeah, well, and um, they should do that. Well, what they should it should do, be Green Arrow, right? It should be. But it's not necessarily the Green Arrow from the CW. Yeah, it's not. Well, the Green Arrow <laughs> is not anything like CW Arrow. It's Bat Arrow. Yeah. They, they want a rich millionaire playboy, but they, but the studio won't let them have Batman. We'll do Green Arrow. Yeah, it was... Ugh. I can't believe they renewed it. <laughs> Me either. That was my prediction. <laughs> I know. It's just like, what? What is going on? And they renewed them all, like all of them, even Supernatural. I mean, I get Supernatural, but it's like, you know, it needs to end sometime. Man, CW does not cancel their shows. They just have way too much faith in them. 
<laughs> well, you know, there's there's good things to be said about that letting letting showrunners tell their stories. But I tell you, I tell you, I've the worst thing in the world for shows for these shows is like the in December they take a month long break. So the shows have come back, and I was like watching them every week, and I haven't watched any of them since they've come back. I guess yeah, I'll have to fix hard. that, but it's hard. You know, it's it, I've fallen out of the habit of it. You know, I, I think Netflix binge style is the future of TV. I watched the four episode arc between all of the four shows, the crossover, and when I got to the Arrow episode, it was painful to get through. I was just like. <laughs> Oh, I am so glad I did not watch this season. Like, all the stuff they were talking about, I was like, okay, this is okay. And then there was some stuff I was just like, I am so glad that I did not waste my time watching this show. (laughs) This is enough. And usually what I do with Arrow is I'll, like, watch the last four episodes just so that I know what happened. Previously on Arrow. Yep, they give me everything I need to know for the last 20 episodes. So speaking of DC absolutely killing it when it comes to their movies... Ben Affleck is no longer going to be directing the Batman film. That was the one hope I had, is that he is a good director and he directs himself well. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens and who they get. Yeah, so Ben Affleck, so this is, okay, I'm going to read you his state, part of his statement and tell me that it does not sound like he was forced, like he was forced out. Uh, So Ben Affleck says, there are certain characters who hold a a special place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that (laughs) I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner in a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it, but currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this film and look forward to bringing this to life for fans around the world. Um, that does not sound to me like that was his, a decision that he decided and went to the studio and said, Hey, I think we should get another director because I need to focus on being Batman. Like that's the, that's the message that he wants to get across. But the tone of that sounds like, well, the studio told me that I had to give this up and that I couldn't be director and actor. And so we're, so I guess I, I, I still want to be Batman. So I am going to let the studio do what they want. It's almost like... Uh, it's almost like, well, they wouldn't let me be it if they, if if I didn't play nice. So okay, bye. <laughs> like, and and the or, to- you know you're maybe- right. You're totally right in the tone. It's it and it's almost like I don't think Ben Affleck wrote that because no, he wouldn't write that. That was clearly like the studio saying here. Because I think the studios would have been more like I think this will be awesome for the film, and he right. would have been like, I'm going to make this so that everyone knows that this was not. My, my decision sure. that we came to it together. Um, mm. But I do also get that there is a lot of stress because no matter what you do in that situation, DC is so not beloved right now that you take a beloved character and put them into this universe that has been crapped upon by everybody and rightfully so in most places. And you're going to, no matter what you do, you are going to make fans angry and upset because people are going to come in and say, this is a terrible movie. Or the studio is going to be all like, well, our focus group said that we, that we needed to explain how Batman's parents died again. You know, I know we showed it in the Superman movie, but let's, let's show this, this death scene again. This is not bode well for DC on all fronts. This is just a bad DC day. Well, you know, it's okay. There are reports of that one being a hot mess too. I know. 
I'm so worried. I want it to be good. I one of one of the podcasts that I listen to, they are usually weekly. They're called the Comic Book Show. They're they're kind of an irreverent, funny group of guys that talk about comic books. And the slogan they've decided to go with is wait to hate, but don't get your hopes up. So I like that. I I'm going to wait to hate, but I've de- I definitely don't have my hopes up. So oh yeah, like this is just one thing after another. Hmm. So Affleck co-wrote the script with Jeff Johns. And so that's better. It's better. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's Goodwill Hunting, or is that the show that he wrote with Matt Damon? I, yes, I believe it was. Yeah, I so know he Matt, was in it with Matt Damon. Yeah, I think that was the um, the show that Matt Damon wrote, and then Ben Affleck just put his name on the bottom. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke from Family <laughs> Guy. Ben Affleck, like I was, I checked out of him for a really long time. I was just like, you know what? I'm done with you. When he was bad Daredevil. He had just done a lot of garbage. And then he brought me Argo. And I was like, this is an awesome show. And he restored faith with that movie. And so I'm hoping that it is an Argo show. That needs to happen. You know, I, I, I definitely agree. He's, he's got the chops. He's hit and miss. Like, there are certain things. Like, the film that he just did, um, I haven't seen it. But I've seen some reviews that were like, ah, not so great. Uh, live, live. I think it was live by night, yeah, or live by night. I don't know. I've just seen the text of it, and the English language is terrible for words like that. But that one is not done well, and so I wonder if people are like, well, he's hit and miss. I don't know that I want him to be the director. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. He. You get good stuff out of him, but then you also get some crap. Is basically what I'm trying to say, and. Personally, I think since he just had some crap, I think it's we're about due for some good stuff. But <laughs> totally feels like the studio pushed him this way. Oh, uh, let's just hope it's not a poop emoji. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think we have one news story left, and this one is that there is a new movie coming out. This movie is called Ocean's Eight. And if you're anything <laughs> like me, so I heard, earlier today I heard I heard somebody talk about the name. And I thought to myself, Ocean's 8, that, I, I know Ocean's 11 and 12 and 13, but Ocean's 8 would have come before that. So I, this must not be connected to the Ocean's 11 franchise. Well, guess what? It is. You have some lovely hands. Do you moisturize? I've got all kinds of brands of lotion. I haven't went friggin' free for a whole year. Now, my sister, she uses uh, aloe vera with a little sunscreen in it. Now, ideally, we should all use gloves before going to bed, but I find that have a little interference with my social agenda. But I'm not accustomed to traditional remedies because I get an allergic reaction to the camphor. You know, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, if I don't stop him, he's going to just quote the entire movie, and then we're just going to have to cut this out because then they'll be like, you can't use the script from the entire movie. And Yeah. Ted Nugent yeah. called. He wants his shirt back. Oh, and this is where we need Jeff. This is where we need Jeff. <laughs> so Ocean's Eleven is one of my favorite movies. Like, I love, love, love that movie. You have a lot of favorite movies, Nick. Have I know. Have you noticed I know. that? I would say top 20 Ocean's Eleven for me, right? Like... This is one of those movies that I saw shortly after coming home from a two-year hiatus from the world. On my LDS mission, I came home, and one of the movies that me and my friends went to, like after we all got came home, was we went to the Dollar Movie and saw Ocean's Eleven. And it was really just great and fun. And I even like Ocean's Twelve, which a lot of people hate. Ocean's Thirteen is fantastic because you just 
God, I hate, you know, Al Pacino. Like, you just, he's just perfect. Cinco Diamantes. But, yes, o- Oceans, the Oceans trilogy, and even the Rat Pack version has a special place in my heart. So when I heard that they were doing an all-female version of Oceans, I said, oh, so like Ghostbusters, why aren't people getting pissed off about this one, too? I don't, I think it'll be cool. Now, the, the, the cast that they have, uh, most of, well, not, maybe, maybe not most of them, but they, like, Sandra Bullock is in there, and she was in the Ocean's Eleven. And she, no, yeah. she wasn't in Ocean's Eleven. That was Julia what? Roberts. Wasn't she? It was oh, Julia it was Roberts. Julie. They're the same person, right? <laughs> yeah, and actually, <laughs> if you look into this closer, it says that her name is something Ocean, so I'm wondering if she's related to Daniel Ocean, who was played by George Clooney, because they do kind of look alike. Mm. They kind of have that look, and so they could be siblings. And if they tie it together that way, I'd be completely okay with it. Like I'd be like, okay, that's a good tie-in. Don't get too crazy about it. And then if they bring in the like big glasses guy, I can't remember his name now. Oh, what's his name? The 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 guy that owns oh, the, the hotel. Oh, the casino owner. The, yeah, if they bring him in and he's like the funder of theirs too, like forget about it. That's all the fan service I need. And then as long as it's a good story, I'm like <laughs> completely fine with the tie-in. But yeah, there's a lot of good people in it. Like, Helena Bottom Carter is nuts, so, like, she'll be great. And Kate Blanchett, I mean, she's an elven queen, so she's going to do great. The only one I'm not super excited about is Rihanna, because why? I I don't think she's an actress, and I don't really like her music well, she, at she, all she anyway. tried to break it. You know what? You know what? Here's the, here's the thing. If it weren't for Rihanna, we wouldn't have the first set pick that she posted on her Twitter. Of the Ocean's oh, Eight women it was sitting her. in a subway car. Yeah, so Rihanna tweeted that. And she is. So the that was to- her job. The She's a social media girl. manager. Oh, I guess, well, Mindy Kaling is not African American. And then they have the Asian girl. Well, they've got, they've got somebody in the, in the group named Aquafina. I'm like, I'm not. A W K W A F I N A. She is definitely an Asian actress that probably we don't know who she is. She just looks sick. I don't know. Oh. She's, she's got. She, she the, could be the amazing Yen's like sister. That'd be awesome. Who's the amazing Yen? He's the little Chinese guy. <laughs> so uh, she, hmm, she has an IMDb page without a picture on it, but she has a lot of credits in here. I don't know who she is. I saw I saw so, a picture of her and I was like, well, she just looks like a crazy Asian martial artist lady. Oh yeah, I just pulled it up. Yeah, she is. She's definitely Asian. Uh, it looks like she's a programmer. She was in a, she was on a show called Girl Code as herself. Interesting. So, uh, she is a programmer turned actress. Um, a programmer. No, no. This is the nerd in me. This is the nerd in me. I see code. I'm like, oh, cool. It's going to be a it's going to be a show about coding something. No, the girl code is kind of like the man code, oh. the bro code. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I hear girl code and I'm like, oh, it must be like a reality TV show about getting women to write programs because that's really big and <laughs> popular funny. right now. And oh. let, let me read you the the synopsis on this show. It says, a new hilarious how-to manual full of over-the-top tips to push the envelope and open dialogue about the wonders and woes of womanhood, covering everything from frenemies to girl fights and cutting bathroom lines to dancing, drinking, and dating. Dating. It's an MTV show. So yes, it is a reality TV show. Oh man! But it is not. It is so not a reality TV show about programming. Yeah, yeah. No wonder I've, I've, I'm shocked I've never heard of it before. 
I think that you should sit down with your <laughs> wife and watch that together and have a bonding moment. I think it would really do wonders for you too. Yeah. You should just do that. That would yeah. be great. So uh, moving on, a couple of other people that are notable that are going to be in this show are Anne Hathaway, also known as the Catwoman. She'll always be a princess to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was not a Star Wars reference. That was a Princess Diaries reference. Because, oh, my gosh. Because that was my first exposure to Anne Hathaway. She was also in Brokeback Mountain. So there's that, too. Um, and then the last one is Sarah Paulson. And the only thing that I know her from is Serenity. She's the doctor that's crying and says, we didn't, we didn't know. They were too passive, but then the other people were so angry and they killed everyone. She made the Reavers. She made the Reavers. Oh. Yeah, that so. was the sad part. But that's the only... I, I, I recognize her, but I, I swear I've seen her in other things. American Horror Story? I'm not yeah, a I don't watch guy. that. Yeah, like um, I looked at her IMDb page and I was like... I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't pin it down. But she's definitely that hologram in Serenity. So <laughs> that must be what I'm thinking of. But. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, have, you know, I there's have no idea. I don't know why they didn't do Oceans like 75 because then it could have 75 women on there. I think that would just be perfect. I think eight is a little low. We could get some more. So what they're saying there is it takes fewer women to pull off a heist than it does men because <laughs> yeah, women I like can just it. get more Tomorrow, stuff done. Seven. Oh, dang it. I was hoping that what, there was nine, and then I could try to guess who the villain was. Oh. Because there's always there's always somebody really awesome that's the villain. You know, Andy Garcia was the villain in the first one. Then they had that French guy in, the, in, the, in 12. So they always have a really cool, like, big name. So it's, I, I can picture, like, Helen Mirren. She'd be the villain or something <laughs> like that. Like, it's somebody like that. They're just going to get somebody super awesome that's just like, I'm the British Bond female bond and i'm going to take over the world whatever i don't know i can picture that that's whatever that's who i want helen Mirren. but i always want helen Mirren every show so (laughs) meryl streep yeah she would do well she would do well she could play like the rich snobby woman that they're stealing from so she's not really evil she's just like in charge so basically picture what was that movie where meryl streep was the devil wears prada is that Oh, oh, that yeah, that's that's Meryl Streep, isn't it? With Anne Hathaway, was it Anne Hathaway in that? I thought it was ScarJo. Anyway, I get them all. No, mixed no, up. Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway yeah, was in there. That's all right. women. They look alike, right? No, no, they don't. No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't say that. But yeah, th- yeah, I could picture that. Or um, Glenn Close, she could be good. She played Cruella Deville in the live-action Dalmatians film. I think that's what started it all. Think about it. Is there any movie before mm. live-action? Than the live action <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. Ooh, Gina Davis would be good too, but she hasn't done anything for like 100 years. But my friend actually saw her at Sundance. She was at a party that he was at. It was kind of odd. He said, yeah, she was really cool. So it looks like the tie between Ocean's 11 and Ocean's 8 so far, just based off of everything, is uh, Matt Damon is Matt going Damon. to be in Ocean's 8. Huh. So, yes. yeah. Have you ever uh, noticed that in, in Ocean's Eleven, Brad Pitt's character Rusty is always eating something? Watch it. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's not, uh, that wasn't planned. That was just he was always eating something. And so that became his thing. I think it's awesome. And I love Saul. Uh, Kim Kardashian's going to be in it. Really? Maybe she's the villain. Uh, yeah. Holy she cow. They, they have a lot of people cast already. Uh, I'm looking at the IMDb page, and there are a ton 
of people in there already. Yeah, I really want to know mm. who the villain is. Mm. It's probably on the list. Now, to be honest, that's why I'm looking at it right now. To see Olivia if I can Munn? find it. Dakota Fanning? Olivia Munn will be in there. Holy crap. Um, you know what? I, I So Holmes? it's funny. There's what a lot the of characters. <laughs> There's like a million people They've in got a this lot show. Of, yeah, and, and some of them are like like the James Corden. labeled as club player, club smoker. And so I would laugh really hard if they put the villain as like the club smoker. So you're looking at IMDb and I have no idea who the villain is. Featured and party girl. It was so, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Dude, there's uh, crazy people. A lot in of this. people. Dude, and the and Aquafina, she's like way down at the bottom. It's like, dude, she's one of well, the eight. Not necessarily the bottom, just halfway down. She's definitely not top building on IMDb. Yeah. But European fashion huh. guest. There you go. Upscale restaurant guest. Dude, I totally need to see this movie. I'm so excited for it now. Poker player. Pedestrian. Club patron. <laughs> There's a hundred million people in this movie. <laughs> they have all of the they have all of their bases covered. They've got all of the generic extras in there that they would need. There's even someone uh, named Father. Father. Is that <laughs> a priest father or is that I don't a, know. So that there the drama dude? intensifies there. <laughs> who is this guy? I don't know who he is. He looks like he could play a priest though. That's like the only thing he's been in. Wow. He was in two things in two thousand four uh what's this guy's name? Joseph Fran Francini. Yeah, I don't know who he is. He's 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 definitely a silver fox though. I think this is the news. I think we've gone as far as we can. We don't have a discussion topic tonight. However, in a few weeks, we will be talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, And what I want is for each of you to pull out your smartphones, your, your devices, and open the voice memos app. I got my Palm Pilot. Where do I go? I think you have to send that over the IR beam on your Palm Pilot because that's the high tech way to transfer data that way. But if you open up the voice memos app, record a quick little thing saying, my favorite Ninja Turtle is Donatello, because everyone's favorite Ninja Turtle is Donatello. I, it, it's just how it works. And this is why. Just record a quick little, you know, keep it up, keep it under 30 seconds. This is my favorite Ninja Turtle. This is why. I would love to, when we're talking about Ninja Turtles, to be able to play your guys' responses. I have, over the past few days, been running some surveys in some different places about who your favorite Ninja Turtle is. If you head over to facebook.com slash fandompodcast, you'll see a graphic there where you can tell us who your favorite turtle is on that image. But if you also send in a quick voice memo to us to tell us who your favorite Ninja Turtle is, we will include that on our show. Okay. Uh, So where do I record this on my Apple Newton? So on the Apple Newton, you... (laughs) Nobody has an Apple Newton. Whatever. You had to Google that, didn't you? You, you no. Didn't no, no. I worked. I worked at an Apple store for like four years. Come on, dude. An Apple okay. retailer. Right. It was. It was not an Apple store. It was a locally owned and operated Apple retailer. That's all right. But you just open on your Apple iOS device. You can go in and you swipe down and to bring up the spotlight search menu. And if you type in V O, or at least on my phone, V O brings up voice memos. Voice memos. You open right. that. You do a quick recording. And then Here, you get your action right box. That... The best Ninja no, Turtle we, we, is... No, we are recording. We're already recording, Nick. Oh, all right. <sighs> Fine. Yeah, yeah. After Afterwards, though, you can hit the little square with the arrow coming out of it and mail us to feedback at fandompodcast.com. We will then be able to check out 
your feedback on that. If it's if it's too big to email, sometimes email providers don't love big file attachments. Go ahead and save it to like a Google Drive or a Dropbox or something. Send us a link and we will grab that. But feedback at fandompodcast.com is probably the best place to email that to. Until next time. You stay classy, San Diego. May the fandom be with you. Oh, I thought you said we weren't recording. I was like, oh, that's good. Because that was all garbage. Go yourself, San Diego. You are a disappointment to us all, Ron Burgundy. You are a disappointment to us all. There are people rioting out in the streets, picketing. Well, why Brandon's away, I'm just going to have a delicious donut.